on Radio Italia Uno, it's time for Talking Real Estate. Talking Real Estate with Ron and Karen Fiedler. An hour where we look at the real estate market in Adelaide and around the country. We talk about how to buy, sell, rent and invest in the property market. Talking Real Estate, Adelaide's only independent real estate show. Right now on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Hi everyone, ciao a tutti. Thank you for joining us today on Talking Real Estate. It's great to have you with us. We are coming to you from the Adelaide studios of Radio Italia Uno. I'm Ron Feely, your host, and joining me as always is your co-producer and co-host of Talking Real Estate, Karen Fiedler. Hello Karen, welcome back to Talking Real Estate. Thanks Ron. Welcome to you and all our listeners. Well, the end of the Radiothon is here, but that doesn't mean you have to stop giving. We're more than happy to still accept your donations. You can do this by calling us or going to our website. Yes, Karen, that's right. And tonight, Karen and myself and all of the volunteer radio announcers and supporters of Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM, Adelaide will be attending a dinner for the Radio Fon. And the best news is it's going to be live streamed on Facebook starting at about 6.30pm tonight. So make sure that you go to Radio Italia Uno's Facebook page to be a part of it. Even if you can't be there in person we would love to see you online now it's time to find out what's on today's show on talking real estate with ron and karen fiedler today we'll bring you your real estate news and find out about adelaide's suburbs where properties are more likely to hit the market in the next six months We will look at all the auction and real estate sales numbers from last week. In the Italian Property Report, Idealista is reporting about the cost of living in Italy and the Italian Property of the Week is a traditional Mediterranean villa in Sardinia. Your guest this week is Neville Lawton from Lawton Building and Pest Inspections who is going to talk to us about why it's absolutely essential to book in pre-purchase building and pest inspections before buying your next property. And I will bring you my open homes and upcoming auctions from Burton and also my open home of the week. Now don't forget, if you wish to contact us during the show, you can on WhatsApp. And the number is 0412-433-411. Now it's time to bring you Adelaide's only independent real estate radio show, Talking Real Estate. All information provided on Talking Real Estate has been obtained from sources we believe to be accurate and correct at time of broadcasting. However, we cannot guarantee the information accuracy and we accept no liability for any errors or omissions. Interested parties should make their own inquiries and obtain their own legal advice. This week in your real estate news, the advertiser's Jessica Brown is reporting Adelaide suburbs where properties are most likely to hit the market in the next six months has been revealed. Calling all house hunters struggling to snag a property. Keep a close eye on the suburbs because they're where the homes are more likely to hit the market in the next six months. House hunters struggling to find a property in Adelaide's tight market might not have to wait much longer to secure their dream home if they keep a close eye on some suburbs. Westpac's 2021 Likelihood to List report reveals the locations where properties are most likely to come on the market in the next six months. 
Warradale was the suburb where homeowners were most likely to list their houses for sale, followed by Mawson Lakes and Seacombe Gardens, while Mawson Lakes topped the list for units, followed by Gennelde and Torrance Park and Kingswood. The data was devised from a model that considered a range of elements including property type, accumulated equity and tender in the home, overlaid with local market data such as turnover, time on market and difference between listing and sales prices. Further research revealed 38% of surveyed SA homeowners who plan to sell reside in the northern suburbs as compared to 25% in the southern. It was good news for prospective buyers, with 24% of those surveyed indicating they planned to purchase in the south and 22% in the north. While competition was one of the top challenges, one in five households surveyed cited a lack of listings as a barrier to buying. Westpac's Managing Director of Mortgages, Anthony Hughes, said there was a strong lifestyle appeal amongst the top suburbs where properties were most likely to hit the market. Suburbs closer to parks and beaches like Warradale and Mawson Lakes offered a good mix of coastal living and cafe culture but are still in proximity to the city centre, he said. On the apartment side in suburbs like Gennelde, there are a strong community vibe with lots of restaurants and bars. First National Real Estate Lewis Porter agent Paul Harris said the lifestyle on offer in many of the southern and western suburb suburbs, including Warradale, was a major draw card. Within a couple of minutes, you've got the beach and Marion Shopping Centre, and if you want to head to McLaren Vale, it's about 30 minutes on the expressway, he said. In terms of listings, it's still very tight out there for stock and in terms of buyer demand, it's the best I've ever seen and it doesn't look like it's going to slow down either. It's certainly a good time for downsizers to cash in. He said an influx of stock would help many key house hunters struggling to secure a property get into the area. So is your suburb on the list? The most likely to list houses are Warradale, Mawson Lakes, Seacombe Gardens, Devon Park Elizabeth, O'Sullivan Beach, Mitchell Park, Morford Vale, Brighton, Plimpton, Nova Gardens and Corolta Park. And with the units, the most likely to list units areas are Mawson Lakes, Gennelde, Torrance Park, Kingswood, Port Adelaide, Croydon, Lugs Bay, Seaton, Sumden Park, Brompton and Brighton. And now you're up to date with your real estate news for this week. Now on Talking Real Estate, it's the weekly snapshot. It's time to get last week's auction numbers and real estate sales from right here in Adelaide and around the country. In your weekly snapshot this week, CoreLogic is reporting for the 28th of June 2021 that the combined capital city preliminary auction clearance rate weakened slightly as volumes rose. There were 2,976 capital city homes taken to auction over the week, revising down from the initial predicted volumes by 2% as Sydney's COVID outbreak grew, resulting in four Sydney local city council areas going into lockdown. Of the 2,417 results collected, it's equivalenting to a preliminary clearance rate of 81.2%, with 77.5% were a sold result. 
Last week, a lower 2,400 auctions were held across the combined capital cities, with a preliminary auction clearance rate of 77.8%, later revised down to a final auction clearance rate of 74.1%. In the smaller markets, Canberra was the best performing in terms of clearance rates last week with 87.8%. However, it was Brisbane that was the busiest of the smaller auction markets, with 177 homes taken to auction. Turning our attention to our home state of South Australia, our clearance rate was 78.9% with a total of 149 auctions, with 149 being reported. Adelaide had 31 properties sold prior to auction, 78 properties sold at auction, 7 properties sold after auction, with 28 properties passed in and 7 withdrawn from auction. So we had 116 properties cleared by the auction process and 33 uncleared auctions. And there were 389 non-auction private treaty sales last week. The other states reported clearance rates as follows. Brisbane had a clearance rate of 57.2%, Canberra 87.8%, Melbourne's clearance rate was 75.9%, Perth 68.8%, Sydney's clearance rate was 81.8% and Tasmania had two auctions with one being sold at auction. And in Adelaide, the top house that sold this week was a three-bed, one-bath, one-car property on 1,179 square metres of land at Stanley Street, Woodville, that sold for $1,270,000. And the top unit sale this week was a two-bed, one-bath, one-car standalone unit at Beachway Avenue, Brookley Park, that sold for $422,500. Now you're up to date with your weekly snapshot. Now it's time to hear from our sponsors, but we'll be right back with the Italian Property Report. Looking for a new coffee machine for your home or workplace? Look no further than Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your experts in all things coffee. Why not come in for a chat and a special coffee tasting? You'll find us at 264 Gilbert Street in the city. Mention Radio Italia Uno and you will receive a free 250 gram bag of freshly roasted coffee beans. You can also shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au where you'll find our large range of premium roasted coffee beans, coffee machines, accessories, hot chocolates, teas and lots, lots more. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, your one-stop shop for all things caffeine. I'm Anna Faruja of Chapel Funerals. My role as a funeral director is to guide you through the emotional process of saying goodbye to someone you love. I'm here to help you make all the necessary arrangements so that you and your family may have peace of mind and time to remember and celebrate the life of the person you've lost. When the time comes, I'm here for you. So please call me, Anna Faruja, at Chapel Funerals on 81825100. Hi, this is David Heath, and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music, and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. 
piace la musica? Hai voglia di metterti in gioco? Entusiasmo e personalità non ti mancano? Radio Italia 1 sta cercando te! Chiama l'82 123177 e anche tu avrai la possibilità di entrare a far parte del nostro team. Radio Italia 1, diamo voce alla tua voce. Radio Italia 1 And now on Radio Italia 1, it's time to find out what's been happening in the Italian property market. With Talking Real Estate's Italian Property Report. Welcome back to the show. It's now time for the Italian Property Report, and this week, Idealista is reporting about the cost of living in Italy, the prices in 2021. How much do you need to live comfortably in Italy? What is the cost of living in Italy? These are just some of the questions we aim to answer in this guide to the cost of living in Italy in 2021. Whether you're moving to Italy with a family or if you want to know the cost of living in Italy for an international student, we've got you covered. Let's find out if Italy is expensive to live in and more about the cost of living in Italy in 2021. What is the cost of living in Italy? Is living in Italy expensive? The truth is that the cost of living in Italy largely depends on what area of Italy you choose to live in. Compared to other southern European countries, Italy is one of the most expensive countries for expats. Nevertheless, the cost of living in Italy can be affordable depending on your lifestyle choices. For example, renting a room in Milan will be more expensive than renting a room in Naples. The cost of living in Italy's major cities, such as Milan, Rome, Bologna, Florence. The cost of living in touristy cities in Italy is higher, while the cheaper places to live in Italy is the smaller towns in southern Italy. So what are the living costs in Italy? How much can you get by on, and how much do things cost in Italy? According to Numerio, the world's largest cost of living database, you can expect to pay the following prices in Italy. So what are some of the basic items to buy in Italy and what are the costs? We have transacted them into Australian dollars. One litre milk will set you back $1.84. A loaf of bread will be $2.49. A bottle of water, 1.5 litre, will set you back $0.67. Cents. A bottle of mid-range wine will set you back $7.93. A meal for two in a mid-range restaurant will cost you $87.26. A pint of beer, $7.14. A regular cappuccino, remember only order these in the morning if you're in Italy, $2.21. A one-way train or bus ticket, $2.38 and a 20 pack of cigarettes will cost you $8.72. So how much money do you need to live comfortably in Italy? According to Numero, the estimate average cost for a single person without rent is €742.92 or $1,186.20 Australian. While the same cost for a family of four are €2,642.81 or in Australian dollars $4,191.71. 
Compared to Spain, for example, the cost of living in Italy is over 20% higher. Nevertheless, Italy is still a great option for those who want to live well and have a high quality of life without spending too much. In addition to this, one of the main advantages of living in Italy is the fact that healthcare for residents is free of part of the Italian National Health Service. So how much is the average rent in Italy? Property prices and average rent in Italy is also something that varies depending on where you choose to live. Renting a small room in one of Italy's main cities, such as Rome or Milan, is possible for about €500 per month, or 793 Australian dollars. But if you want an entire flat with more space, then prices will be considerably higher. Milan is the Italian city where paying rent weights the most on household income. For example, the cheapest property prices in Italy for sale and rent are found in the south of the country. So if we compare the cost of living in Italy compared to the United Kingdom, the cost of living in Italy compared to the UK is generally cheaper. While things such as grocery and food are slightly cheaper in the UK, the general cost of living, including rent, is 10.35% higher in the United Kingdom. According to Numero, while the cost of living in Italy is lower, it is also important to remember that salaries in Italy are considerably lower than in the United Kingdom. The average monthly net salary in Italy in 2021 was €1,429 or 2267 Australian dollars, compared to the average salary in the United Kingdom, which is €2,279 or $3,615. And that is what's being reported from Idea Lister this week in the Italian Property Report. Italia 1-87-6. And now on Talking Real Estate's Italian Property Report, it's time for the Idea Lister Italian Property of the Week, a traditional Mediterranean villa in Sardinia. If you are seeking a total relaxation and a life of luxury in Italy, look no further than the wonderful island of Sardinia. This wonderful villa is located on the hills of Pontoja and just five minute drive from the marina and the famous Piazzetta. This traditional Mediterranean villa guarantees the best views of the coast of the sea of the island of Sardinia. This 300 square metre villa has been recently renovated by the current owners with great care and attention to detail and is the perfect solution for those who want to host friends and family while maintaining their privacy. The property is built on 2,500 square metres which is home to a beautiful manicured garden, spacious terrace and a large pool with some of the best views you can enjoy. The ground floor of the villa is home to a bright entrance hall, a large living area with dining and TV area, three double bedrooms all with ensuite bathrooms and a fully equipped kitchen. This area has a rustic but fresh Mediterranean feel which is carried throughout the property with a clean white colour scheme. Moving to the first floor, here you will be able to enjoy a large terrace with outdoor living area and table for up to eight people, as well as another fully equipped kitchen, making this the perfect independent area for guests. Here you will also find a double bedroom with ensuite bathroom with direct access to the swimming pool, as well as an additional bedroom and bathroom. 
if this sounds like your dream home and you can't wait to get your new life started on the sunny island of Sardinia, then don't miss out on this wonderful opportunity. Now for sale on Idealista for 3 million euros or 4,758,660 Australian dollars. Once again, a beautiful property and being so cold at the moment, it would be the best place to go to right now and enjoy that beautiful sunny Sardinian weather. If you would like to have a look at this property, just go to our Facebook page, Talking Real Estate Adelaide, and we'll have all the details for you. We're going to take a short break here on Talking Real Estate. And when we return, we will be with Neville Lawton from Lawton Building and Pest Inspection, who is going to talk to us about why you should consider a pre-purchase building and pest inspection before you buy your next property. Yo, ciao, Armando Paradiso from Unique Stone. Delivering quality stone tops to South Australia for over 20 years. Granite, marble, Caesar stone, unique stone, granito, marmo, Caesar stone, unique stone. Thinking stone bench tops to your kitchen, bathroom, or furniture? Unique stone at Jacobson Crescent, Holden Hill. Call us now, 82662280. Unique stone, we won't be beaten. Come on, che stai facendo? Yo, chiama adesso. Lo sapevi che l'82% delle persone richiama più facilmente il nome di un'azienda vedendolo scritto su carta che in una pubblicità sui social media? Continua a valorizzare i metodi più tradizionali, toccare e tenere nelle proprie mani biglietti da visita, calendari promozionali, cataloghi. Maria Studio Printing è il tuo partner creativo di stampa e di marketing ideale. Si occupano di graphic design, sviluppo web, gestione di stampa, routing CNC e 3D carving, fotografia commerciale e riprese, offrendo consegne nello stesso giorno o entro tre giorni lavorativi. Maria Studio Printing può portare alla luce i tuoi progetti e crescere la tua impresa è facile. Per saperne di più, chiama l'8352-1268. Hello, I'm Peter Salerno. Please join me on Happy Business Radio every Monday, 2-3pm on Radio Italia Uno. We have lots of fun with very interesting guests. We talk about how to start, build and increase your business. Happy Business Radio on Radio Italia 1 87.6 FM Radio Italia 1 Sito internet www.italia1.com.au Seguici anche sulla nostra pagina Facebook e Instagram Radio Italia 1 You're listening to Radio Italia Uno's Talking Real Estate with Ron and Karen Fiedler Now let's get the inside information and introduce this week's guest Welcome back. You're listening to Talking Real Estate on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. For the majority of people, buying a property is the most expensive investment you will ever make in your life. But spending 30 minutes on a Saturday morning looking at a property you've fallen in love with or as an investment to make you money may not be enough time to know whether the property you're thinking about buying is worth the asking price or buying at all. Before you buy a car, you test drive and have a mechanic look over it to ensure you're not buying a lemon. But what about when you buy a property? The equivalent to this is a pre-purchase building and pest inspection. 
By engaging a professional building and pest inspector, you can discover if a property has any shortcomings and may save you thousands of dollars in the long run. Today on the program, we are joined by Neville Lawton from Lawton Building and Pest Inspection, who is going to talk to us about why it's absolutely essential to book in a pre-purchase building and pest inspection before buying your next property. Neville, welcome to Radio Italia Uno's Talking Real Estate. Thank you, Ron. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your company. Well, my company started about six years ago here in Adelaide, and it stems from my education in the building industry from serving as a builder's labourer for around about seven years, having seen some interesting developments during mm -hmm. a build and what happens to properties after the build. Yep. And with a bit of age, I decided to start helping people out by doing a, a clear and honest building inspection and with the objective that the customer is uh, is focused and that means being available to the client even after they've procured the property settlements occurred they're in the house for however long they are still free to contact me and i'll come back out and we'll go over this report and whatever issues they've found since uh, taking up residence so never why should we get a building inspection when we are looking at purchasing a property well, when you go in and have a look at a property during an open, you get something like about 20 minutes to view the entire property. Yeah. And that's certainly not long enough, even if you do several visits prior to making an offer. The reason you would get a building inspection done is because I will spend quite some time inside the building and around outside, the mm -hmm. outbuildings and things, and going over it for any structural issues or any pest issues that I can find and just generally checking the condition of the property as it is. So when you say pest inspection, what sort of pests are around? You know, is it just termites? Is it other things? No, it's not just termites. There's things such as borers, uh, rats, mice, possums, all those sort of things can affect your property and affect the comfort inside that property when you're trying to live in it. Possums make one hell of a racket. <laughs> yes. They sound like elephants in the roof. And, yeah, we need to get rid of them. So how common is pest in Adelaide homes? Quite common. Adelaide and South Australia is pretty much termite-driven yep. right throughout the state. And without doing a proper pest inspection, including termites and the like, could come across some issues later on that you don't want. So tell me, when you are looking at a, a property, you're going from different parts of Adelaide, are different areas having different problems? Most certainly. There's different types of soil, for example, oh, through okay. Adelaide. And some of them are highly reactive, some are not so reactive. So when you're doing a building inspection, particularly around a foundation line, yep. you must have an appreciation for the soil that the building is on so that you can determine if there's a fault in a foundation, whether it's just normal movement or whether the soil is actually creating more problems than was allowed for in the specifications of the build. Neville, can you be present at a building inspection? Once you've done that building inspection, can the owner be with you to find out what's going on? Yes, certainly. Anyone can be with me at the time, but you need to negotiate that with the selling agent to ensure that either they're there if the property's tenanted or if it's vacant, whether they give you permission just to come on to the site. But generally, I encourage people, if they want to attend the last 15 minutes of the inspection, I can sit on the sidewalk and give them a brief rundown of exactly what's there 
prior to producing the report. Yeah, I think that's important because uh, a lot of our community here at Radio Italia Uno, English isn't their first language. So if you could explain it to them, it would be really good. So I think to all the listeners out there, whoever you're getting to do a building and pest inspection, make sure it's someone that doesn't just email you a report, but also explains it to you. you that You would agree with that, wouldn't you, Neville? Oh, absolutely. I encourage people to contact me after they've received the report, read it through. Yep. Because they'll come up with some questions that I've identified through the report that they're not too clear on. So please, always get back in touch. But something you said to me which I thought was relevant to this conversation is even though you may have found something, it's not the end of the earth. It's something, most things can be rectified. Is that correct? That's right. The objective that I go into doing a building pest inspection is to identify any faults or problems. Yep. And also offer a remediation or remedy to those issues. The property is still the value of the property. Mm -hmm. If there's a problem, we just need to have a different discussion about how we get that problem fixed. Neville, is it always the buyer that requests a building and pest inspection? Do you ever get a seller that engages your services before they put their property on the market so they can find out if there's any potential problems and they know what the value of their property is in its current condition? Well, that's right. It would be better for the sellers to contact me. I've done a few over the years and the result's been very successful because we've identified issues that were with the property that the seller's been able to renegotiate on Mm -hmm. and they understand what's happening. So the property doesn't get passed back in because of a bad report, for example. So it's really ideal for the seller to know exactly what it is they're selling to work out is there going to be any comeback after another building report's done by another building inspector for the client or for the buyer? Well, see, I had this problem, especially when I was selling real estate in Brisbane, that certain areas we would have problems with underpinning. And if we knew beforehand we could deal with these issues before someone put an offer on a property, but what would usually happen was we'd get all the negotiation through up would come the building and pest inspection, a problem would be found, and of course a buyer will run a thousand miles. And it could be just a, a, a simple minor fix that if it got done before the property went onto market, this wouldn't have been an issue and they would have got their price. So I think what Neville was saying is very true that maybe if you're a seller, you're thinking maybe I'll get this building inspection before I put the property on the market. And then someone like Neville can turn around and say, look, these are the, some of the issues. They're not major, but if you deal with these, it won't be an issue when it comes to selling the property. So, Neville, what do you cover in the inspection? Uh, well, we cover all, of, obviously, the structural components of the building, which, as far as we can see, now we don't have x-ray vision, we can't <laughs> see into the walls, yes. but we have to use our expertise to understand what's happening if we see cracks or evidence of movement, things such as that, and be able to report on that. We check all of the drawers doors, make sure they all work if they're out of alignment or anything like that. They're mentioned in the report. Windows, glass, broken glass panes, which we've come across many times. Mm -hmm. Inside the roof cavity or the roof void, ensuring that everything's up to scratch there. Uh, We've come across some broken rafters and bits and pieces of building components that needed fixing in roof spaces before. Yes. Generally because of uh, aftermarket air conditioning systems and things like that going in. And plumbing, drainage, and when I say drainage, to the site to make sure there's no water pooling, that mm-hmm. the, the property's draining correctly. You know, if they've put a pool in, that it's not leaking yes. and creating the puddle somewhere. 
So uh, pretty much everything, even climbing on top of the roof and walking along the roof line. Okay, okay. That's that good to know that you're getting that inspection because I can't remember the last time I've ever been up on my roof. <laughs> and you'd be surprised what you find up there. I bet. I can bet there would be some things up there, old footballs and old frisbees that are still up there as well. Now, I know with your organisation, you don't talk about failing a building inspection, uh, but how many of them need to be rectified? How many times do you find major problems, for example, out there in Adelaide? We don't find a lot of major problems. They do come across, but they're generally because of, say, aftermarket installation, particularly of uh, waters, water heaters or yep. air, reverse cycle air conditioners have been roof mounted into the space and, and things like that. But not a great deal. I think the, the worst thing I've ever seen is a, a brick wall that on a brand new property that when you looked along the mortar line, you got seasick. Oh, really? It was a, um, a mini disaster. However, yep. it was just put back as, well, remediate it with a builder. Wow. We're speaking with Neville Lawton from Lawton Building and Pest Inspection. Neville, if I have a brand new home that has been built and I've got the keys, should I also get a building and pest inspection on a brand new property? Absolutely. I've come across a number of new builds that... For example, the walls have been out of true. So wow. uh, you're looking up, say, a, a stairway and the handrail is bowed out by around about 20 millimetres into really? the centre of the room. Jeez. It just means that the wall hasn't been trued before the plaster went on. Right. So again, it's then back to the builder and say, well, do you want to buy a property in this condition? Mm -hmm. And you know, who's going to fix it? Or do you want it fixed? Or do you want a discount in price? So when should you get this done? Like do you, after you get the keys, before you get the keys? Oh, preferably before you get the keys. Once you've settled on a property and the, and the deposit's paid, yep. everyone kind of walks away a little bit. Mm -hmm. So the, the real truth is that you should get a, an inspection done prior to you accepting the property. So it's got to be done within the cool-off period, which is 48 hours here, I believe, Yes. in South Australia. So... We're pretty reactionary when we get a phone call. We've got to be on it. And it's critical to get it done inside that time so that you know what you're buying. Definitely, definitely. That's the thing I think. When I talk to a lot of people here in South Australia, it's not a common thing. In Queensland, every contract I ever did was subject to building and pest inspection. And I really think it's something that our listeners should really consider before buying a property to live in, but also when they are buying a investment property as well. What about commercial property? We've been speaking about the residential side. Do you look after commercial property with building and pest inspection? Most certainly do. And commercial properties are one of those interesting builds where the structure's been up for some time. For example, it's an older older building. But some people have done modifications to the building that mm. don't quite meet the code. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, as I was talking to you earlier, I came across one commercial property that actually welded shut a, a delivery door. God. which uh, stopped egress from the building. And in the event of any catastrophe mid-building, yeah. the people in the back wouldn't have got out. Unbelievable. So when someone does get your property report, your building and pest inspection report, how easy is it to understand? The language that it's written in is just easy to understand language. Yep. It's accompanied by photos. Oh, great. That's so good. So if there's a photo there that has an issue, there's an arrow pointing to the issue and read the report. If there's still any confusion about what's there, you ring me. 
So our community, as I was saying, lang- uh, English is in their first language. They would be able to get on the phone and say, look, I'm not really sure what you mean by, say, a, a wall being out of joint. And you can just explain it to them where it is and what maybe how they could go about uh, rectifying that problem. Oh, absolutely. The thing with what I do is that I'm very customer-focused. Right. And it's about service to the customer. If they're confused, I understand that. Yep. So give me a call. I'll explain it. If I need to, I'll come out and we'll sit down together and go through the report at their home That's so that they know what's going on. They've paid for a report. They've yep. paid for a service. Yes, yes. They're only going to pay that once. Yep. doesn't matter. You just keep coming back to me. There's no extra charges. That's a great service, Neville. We need more people like you that will take the time and explain things to people rather than just emailing. What is the typical cost of a report? The typical cost of a report can run between four and $600, depending on the size of the property, yep. how many bedrooms, how many bathrooms, whether it's two-storey, if it has a number of garages or outbuildings, how big the property itself is. So it's dependent on what it is you're asking me to inspect. Mm-hmm. So, but a quote's a quote. If I get it wrong when I quote it, you still only pay that price. And I think for a small amount of money on a huge investment, it may save you money in the long run. What qualifications do you need to be a building inspection, Neville? In this state, it's unregulated. Really? So we don't have licences in this state, which is a real shame. Yeah. To do a pest inspection, you do need a licence or a qualification. I do have my qualifications for timber pest inspections through TAFE. Yes. I also have what we call an accreditation done by a company in, based in Sydney mm-hmm. that trains people in how to do pre-purchase and pre-sales inspections. I have that accreditation and it's in my signature. Well, I think that's what people need to look for, a company like yours that has accreditation, not just some cowboy out there who just says, I'm a building inspector. It's a shame that that's allowed and that no one can be taken to task over it either once it's proved that they do or don't have any real skills in the area. Definitely. Neville, how can our listeners contact you if they would like more information or they're looking at doing a building and pest inspection on one of their pre-purchases? Look, they can contact me uh, directly by phone on 0418 857 180 or have a look on my website, Lawton Building and Pest Inspections, and they can contact me through that page or on Facebook. Today in the studios of Radio Italia Uno, we have been speaking with Neville Lawton from Lawton Building and Pest Inspections. Don't forego a pre-purchase building and pest inspection on your next or even your current property for the sake of saving a few hundred dollars, because at the end of the day, it could cost you thousands. If you would like to contact Neville Lawton, call him on 0418-857-180. We will also have all of Neville's contact details on our Facebook page. Just go to Talking Real Estate Adelaide to find out more. Neville, it has been great to have you on the program and to explain to our community about pre-building and pest inspections. Thank you, Ron. Thank you for the invitation and the opportunity to give you this. We're now going to take a break and listen to our sponsors. Don't go anywhere because we're going to be right back with our open homes and upcoming auctions and, of course, Karen's Open Home of the Week. 
At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East, 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477. We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance, underwriting agency, Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance, underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited. Have you heard of podcasts? Podcasts are like having a personal radio station that people can listen to on demand about topics they are interested in. And now thanks to Podcast City, you can record your own podcast and have your own on-demand radio show. You can use our professional recording equipment at the studios of Radio Italia Uno or Podcast City can come to your location with our mobile studio. Podcast City can just record your audio or work with you to plan, record, edit, and distribute your podcast to your audience. If you would like to find out more and receive a free podcast startup checklist or book a time to record your podcast, call Radio Italia Uno on 82123177 or go to podcastcity.com.au. Podcast City, podcasting the easy way. Hello, Ron Fiedler from Radio Italia Uno's Talking Real Estate. Have you thought about radio advertising? It's more affordable than you think. With Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM Adelaide, you can discover a brand new clientele base for your business. We have advertising packages with great offers to suit all businesses and budgets. Our programs are in Italian and also in English from individual advertisement to program sponsorship deals. Spread the word with Radio Italia Uno and our team at Radio Italia Uno can even come and broadcast live from your next event or function. We are also looking for a sponsor for Radio Italia Uno's Talking Real Estate. So would you like to get your word out there and tell everyone about your business? If so, you can give us a call and call Marta on 82123177. That's 82123177. Or you can email Marta at Marta at italiauno.com.au or you can go to our website which is italiauno.com.au or just drop me Ron Fiedler a line at Talking Real Estate just go to our Facebook page Talking Real Estate Adelaide and we will be able to come out and speak with you about how we can advertise your business on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM Vuoi promuovere la tua attività? Vuoi aumentare il tuo volume di affari? Non sai a chi rivolgerti? Chiama Radio Italia 1. Il nostro staff commerciale è a disposizione per ogni informazione o preventivo personalizzato. Chiama all'82123177. Radio Italia 1. E anche tu sarai un numero 1. 
Radio Italia 1. You're listening to Ron and Karen Fiebler on Radio Italia Uno's Talking Real Estate. Now let's find out what's happening on the weekend with this week's auctions and open homes. Welcome back to Radio Italia Uno's 87.6 FM's Talking Real Estate. Now it's time to find out what Karen picked for her open home of the week. Let's find out what Karen picked as the open home of the week. Hi everyone, it's time once again for Karen's Open Home of the Week segment with Talking Real Estate on Radio Italia Uno. Now the property I have chosen as my Open Home of the Week is a house at 9 Shepley Crescent, Burton. And this home contains three bedrooms, one bathroom and six car spaces on 580 square metres of land. Now, I would like to welcome all the potential buyers to Nine Shepley Crescent. It's in a thriving area of Burton. Now, this home will tick all the boxes for any owner and it sits on a generous 580 square metre allotment. Presenting a family-friendly floor plan up to three bedrooms with two of the rooms that have built-in wardrobes. A stylish upgrade kitchen with convenient fixtures and fittings with an open plan living area and a great outdoor entertaining space to accommodate your family and friends which allows your children or pets to run and play freely. You have a drive through access accommodating off-street parking and a storage. You also have a separate drive through access directly to a large space, part garage slash workshop. And there is also a second bathroom in the workshop. Things could not get any better than that. And by hosting a barbecue or a celebration, a guest bathroom would come in handy and in easy reach for your guest. And with other features that are accommodating the house is a natural decor throughout the home, stylish floor-to-ceiling tiles, Bosch appliances, roller shutters and security screens and cameras with low-maintenance garden. Now, I think this property is suited to a single family and it also can accommodate pets and the agency marketing the property is Hardcourt Smith. The home is being sold by private treaty sale and the price guide for this home is $359,000 to $389,000 and the property will be open for inspection today between 1.45pm and 2.15pm. Also, Ron, we have five properties that are open for inspection today in the Burton area. The most affordable property being open for inspection today is a house at 26 Kinross Avenue, Burton. And this home contains three bedrooms, one bathroom and two car spaces on 113 square metres of land. Now, what I liked about the property is how there is plenty of room and is very spacious. And the agency marketing the property is Harcourt Sargent. Now this home is also being sold by private treaty sale. And the price guide for this home is $309,000 to $339,000. And the property will be open for inspection today between 1.30pm and 2pm. 
The most expensive property being open for inspection today is also a house at number 7, 269-271 Burton Road, Burton. And this home contains three bedrooms, two bathrooms and one car space on 211 square metres of land. Now, what I liked about this property is that this home has hard polished floorboards, mostly throughout the home. And the agency marketing the property is Edge Realty. And this home is also being sold by private treaty sale. And the price guide for this home is $319,000 to $349,000. And the property will be open for inspection today between 11am to 11.20am. All the property information you have heard here today can be found on our Facebook page at Talking Real Estate. So this is all I have on Karen's Open Home of the Week segment. So tune in next Saturday on Talking Real Estate where I will bring you a new suburb and inspection times. Thank you for that, Karen. Remember, we give you updated property prices from different areas around South Australia so that you get an idea of what the market is doing and what areas you may want to consider buying. So why don't we have a look at what is renting in Burton. There are three properties available for rent in Burton. So let's have a look at the middle property before going to the most expensive and the most affordable. So let's have a look at number four slash 103 Bolivar Road, Burton. This is a house, three bedroom, one bath, one car, asking for $430 per week with a rental bond of $2,580. Unfortunately, it says here, no pets. Beautifully presented home, partly furnished. The description of this property is three bedrooms, two with built-in robes, open plan kitchen, dining and family room, stunning kitchen with gas cooking, breakfast bar and plenty of storage, upstairs main bathroom with separate bath, tub and shower, upstairs also has a study space, one split system upstairs and one in the family room, great size laundry with second toilet, balcony access, low maintenance yard and garage parking for one vehicle. It's close to shopping and aged care facilities and also transport. Now, this is being marketed by McGain Real Estate. And if you would like to contact them, you can bring them on 83226-1111. Now, let's turn our attention to the most affordable property in Burton, which is number 60 Kensington Way, Burton. This is a three-bedroom, two-bath, one-car house, asking for $320 per week with a rental bond of $1,920. Unfortunately, no pets are allowed at this property either. It says here, entrance hall with three bedrooms, built-in wardrobe and ensuite, gas, kitchen, mills, family room, dining with reverse cycle ducted air conditioning, gas heater, carport under main roof with roller door remote. It has a pergola, tool shed and enclosed yard. Now, this property is being marketed by Lacor Real Estate and you can contact them on 82814999. And now to the most expensive property in Burton, which is 23 Wattlebird Drive, a three-bedroom, two-bathroom, two-car house, asking for $450 per week and a rental bond of $2,700 
Good news, this property is pets negotiable. It says here, near new home with room for a growing family, stylish and modern home, three spacious bedrooms, main bedroom with ensuite and walk-in robe, bedrooms two and three have built-in robes as well, spacious study or toy room for the kids. Two separate living areas. Both living areas have large sliding door access to outside for seamless entertaining. Modern kitchen with stainless steel appliances, dishwasher and island bench. Shutters to external windows for added security. Blinds to all internal windows. Ducted evaporated cooling. Reverse cycle heating and cooling. Gas hot water. MBN connected. Single garage with electric roller door and internal access. Low maintenance garden and close to public transports and schools. And also, it's pet negotiable, as I said. It's being marketed by SA Homes and Acreage, and you can call them on 8120955. Well, that's all the time we have for this week's Talking Real Estate on Radio Italia Uno 87.6 FM. I'm looking forward to meeting some of our listeners tonight at the Radio Fon Dinner, which is going to be held at the Marquee Club. If you can't make it, don't forget we're going to be live streaming this event on Radio Italia Uno's Facebook page. So go to the Facebook page around 6.30 and you'll be able to see and hear from some of the presenters and some of the committee members and our president, of course. I would like to thank Karen for joining us today. Karen, thank you very much for your time as well. Thanks, Ron, and thanks to all our listeners. I hope to see you at the end of our Radiothon this evening, and I'll catch you next week with more of my open homes and upcoming auctions. I'm Karen Fiedler. And I'm Ron Fiedler. Until we meet next week with Adelaide's only independent real estate show, bye for now. You have been listening to Talking Real Estate on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Thanks to our sponsors. To listen to our show again, go to our podcast on our Facebook page or talkingrealestate.com.au. Join us every Saturday from 9 to 10 a.m. for more Talking Real Estate on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.